When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who you when the lights go dim. From James Cagney to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you. And all the dirty studios made. From wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones, romantic crazy fans that leave no real a ton. Hollywood is still some history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. This is Film History, The History of Film. This is part two of Militainment. Uh, if, you, if you tuned into part one or for some reason you didn't and now you're just here in part two, uh, we are talking about the military entertainment complex. Mm-hmm. And basically... MIT. The M-I-T. M-E-T. Wait, wait. At least M-E-T. we don't know how to spell. M-E-C. <laughs> oh, yeah. M-E-C. M-E-C. <laughs> MIT is probably that, a part of this. That's Look. our saving grace. Is the the military listening to us to be like, well, these guys are fucking yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too stupid to kill. <laughs> Did not pass the test. <laughs> so we are going to talk about other forms of media, uh, but that will be part three. Okay. So. I, I just have more on film to talk about today, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's a lot to go through. I think part three will just sort of wind it down with mm-hmm. some chill. Katy Perry. I want I want to yeah. know what the military is doing in poetry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd be surprised, brother. <laughs> Those CIA agents sure are scribes. Let yeah. me tell you. Uh, I mean, look, they write a script pretty good, you know. Someone does. Yeah, for sure. Someone Those does. Those movies aren't bad. All yeah. the movies that we mentioned, I mean, some of them are. Fucking, you know, but... Right, but, you know, the, people are, you, most of the time, writing the script and bringing it to them, you know, yeah. and getting the approval and asking right. to use the equipment. And I'm sure... So, like, even, they're like, they yeah. don't give a shit. As long as they check the boxes, they don't care whether it's good or not, yeah. whether it's going to make money or not. They're yeah. just like, just make us look good. And I'm sure even when they have a script prepared, it probably goes through rewrites of actual writers, yeah. and as long as you That's stick a, to the guidelines. That's what, and this job is very interesting to me, like uh, a screenwriter for the CIA. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that absolutely exists. There's guys at the fucking, at Langley, Mm. who are like going through scripts, you know? I imagine just like, a jacked dude, like some guy that's like stereotypical, like um, a marine, but he's John wearing, Cena. but he's wearing like a scarf and like a fucking like beret and stuff, and he's just like the artsiest dude, but he's fucking roided. He's punching his keys of his keyboard so hard, yeah, just like cranking out fucking hits. By the way, I know that there's several uh, people of three letter agencies out there listening to us right now, and if yeah. you guys are hiring, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we would are, love to be writers. Yeah. We are working, working writers yeah, and producers. Man. 
over here. Shit. Yeah, I'll make I'll make all the propaganda. I can, I can be bought by anybody. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but to start off, maybe we can uh, do a little. When are we? When are we? When are we? When are we? Let's go to 1996. Okay, good year. Good year. Yeah. Really good year. Yeah. This was way back in the 1900s. Is this, when were you born? 94. Okay, so two. you were two. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I think Dev and I were like 35. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just started. I'm like the Count of St. Germain. I'm like 400 years old yeah, at this point. I believe it, man. I feel like I am. We got old Bill in office. Oh. Old Billy. Old Blowy Bill. Old Blowy Billy. I did not have sexual relations with that one. <laughs> my favorite one was I did not inhale. I, that was my favorite. I just, I just put it up to my lips and then played jazz. Uh, <laughs> yes, dude. Like, plays, I didn't inhale, plays. but I played jazz saxophone in my offices in Harlem. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, bro? That dude was so stoned all the time. <laughs> it was great, man. Obama was too. Obama, there was a, there was one thing. They like Obama had to do like a midnight interview at some point, uh, and it was like last second something had just happened. I don't remember what it was. Probably like a 9/11, the sequel or something. He just <laughs> droned a bunch of children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just drone striked a wedding. <laughs> yeah, and he was so, being called for an interview. So he was feeling well, good. He was him. like he was Dude, fucked up. He was stoned out of his fucking gourd, man. Watch the interview. He's so high. It's hilarious. I mean, all those presidents. He know. was he was high off the off the drone murder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the way, if anyone like that is the thing to do. Like, if you're like Willie Nelson or Snoop or something, and yeah. you go to the White House, like you're sparking up in the White House, and like mm, absolutely, n- nobody's gonna say shit. Really, yeah. especially it's because of who you are. Yeah, and is it's is it legal in D.C. yet? I don't know. Everything's I think in, legal I think in D.C. It, <laughs> I mean. Legal and getting caught are the, the really the key terms. Exactly, there. man. Oh man. But uh, so it's 1990. What did I say? Six. Six. <laughs> this is the year of like Armageddon, dude. Right? It's nuts. So gas is a dollar twenty-two a gallon nice. right now. Which through the old inflation calculator, it's about two dollars and thirty-five cents these days. Wow, we we really hit the we hit the the boost button on that one. Yep, we <laughs> we jacked that on up. Uh, this was well, the... remember this is after we we went into Kuwait and, and oh, Iraq right. number one, so we already yeah. we already got those prices down. Yeah, you baby. know this was like on the precipice of Kosovo. We were trying to stop a genocide over there, and yeah. that's they were like, nah, fuck the Middle East right now. We already handled that business. Yeah. Well, good luck making a movie about that and getting military funding. Dead. <laughs> uh, this was the year of Tickle Me Elmo. Oh fuck yeah, yeah man, Tickle Me Elmo. By taught, the way, taught a bunch of kids how to diddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the molestation uh, toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Molest this little red guy. <laughs> show, show the court on this little red guy where he touched. Some, you. some pedophile somewhere is playing forty chess. Like it's <laughs> checkmate. <laughs> the the molestation doll, by the way, it was thirty bucks. Which is like fifty dollars today through the old calculator. That sounds about right. Yeah, That's, yeah, like a build a bear. Yeah. It's it's really because they use the IP from Sesame Street. Yeah, that's the thing. It would have been yeah. that expensive. It was some random thing yeah, 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 yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually fucking Elmo. That Sesame yeah. Street IP. Yeah. Why? So thousands of kids molested Elmo. Yeah. Probably millions mm-hmm. of kids actually. Yeah, those things were fucking. Someone was trying to normalize it. They were like, yeah, let's let let's, let's kids know this is playtime. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like some pedophiles playing 4D chess. He's like, I'm Man. four moves ahead of you. Uh, this is also the year of Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, man! Cool. Nintendo 64 nice. comes out. Mad cow disease is hot at this time. Okay. It's a real trend right now. Sweet. 
It's like all over the top. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember the Mad Cow. Was this Cow also like band. Hotel Rwanda days? Yeah. Is that 96? I think that was 96. I think. Uh, what about Jurassic Park? Was that 94? 94 probably. Yeah, or 95. Yeah, it was 94. I got the list of movies coming up. Okay. Jurassic Park was 94. Uh, Ask Jeeves. Oh my god! Yeah, man. AOL. Whoa! The, the first I Google. Forgot of Ask Jeeves. Yeah, was Ask Jeeves before Google? I, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Google I think came so. was like 2000, 2001. Really? Okay. Like maybe late 90s, 99. Wow. We had a, some Christian kids at my school who were convinced that Ask Jeeves, and I shit you not, was a deep. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is the devil. That's crazy. Yeah. What, is, what is he wow. doing nowadays? Is he unemployed? Or like, what's, Dude, he, what's his Jeeves deal? Jeeves is dead. He killed himself long, long ago. He threw himself off the fucking balcony and <laughs> shot himself on the way down. Either that or he's like, oh, uh, what do I always say? <laughs> he's a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> Greeter he's, he's a greeter at Kroger now. DVDs come out in Japan. Oh, wow. Our first DVDs on the Whoa, planet. Whoa, that early? Yeah, man. 96, Damn. Japan, baby. When did they come to it. America? I, I don't know. When did they come to United States? I don't know when they came 2000? to America. Feel like? That sounds about right. Yeah. What was yeah. it? Was this one of the spatial disasters this year? Really? 96? I don't know. It was in the mid to late 90s. I didn't see that in there. There's two that blew up, and I don't remember which years they did. Let me see. Columbia was 2003. Yeah, that was the one trying to land. The heat shield fucked up, and they knew it. NASA fucking knew it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. The one that blew up launching. Um, it was Challenger. Teacher. Yeah, Challenger. Speaking, yeah. I said this before. I don't know if it was on podcast or not, but speaking of Sesame Street, yeah, they were gonna have Big Bird like get on the space shuttle and like televise it and stuff for the kids. And it, like, didn't go through or whatever. But, like, imagine how traumatizing it would be as a child to see Big Bird explode. And, like, being a teacher having to, like, explain what the fuck just happened to Big Bird. Oh, my God. I kind of, I mean, God, part of me wishes that happened. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> whew, man, I mean. I kind of would have liked to see that, too. Like, that's, I don't really fuck I'm with Big sorry. Bird. Like, whatever. That is a funny story. <laughs> imagine all the stand-up comedian jokes. Like, oh, oh there's fried chicken tonight. Imagine... <laughs> The explanation on Sesame Street that they would have to write. Well, uh, right? They just replaced that bitch. <laughs> they actually kill him. They're yeah. like, he's dead. You They're saw like, him. You can't kill Big Bird. He's invincible. <laughs> yes, out. dude. Big Bird hasn't aged now, in 30 years. Now children, the concept of death is completely broken in their mind. They're like, no, you just come back. You know, you're on TV like the next day. 1996. Here is the fucking list of movies that come out in 1996. Independence Day. Wow. Twister. Wow. Mission Impossible. Wow. Jerry Maguire. Hunter, <laughs> no wow from Drake. 101 <laughs> Dalmatians. The Nutty Professor. The Birdcage. A Time to Kill. Fargo. Train Spotting. Mars Attacks. Dust Till Dawn. Wow. Fucking, the list goes on and on, dude. Great like great year for movies. Yeah. Holy shit, everything came out in 99. And Let me it was, tell you how much military it was with Birdcage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, that was the don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah. I fucking love Twister. Oh, man, it's, it, so it's fantastic. It's so good. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to tie fun. ourselves to this pop and really hang on for dear life. I wanted to do that. Yeah. Like, when I watched that movie as a kid, mm -hmm. I was like, the next twister that comes through my Mississippi town, which is like every it's other week, it. I'm running into, into it with a bunch of balls with little lights in them. 
so I can gather some data. And you notice, like, Mars Attacks, like, if you remember, all the military stuff in Mars Attacks was from, like, the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, yes, like, the dude. uniforms and, like, the yeah. tanks and everything? Yeah, that man. They did not get funding uh, for that. They absolutely were, not. Definitely they were not. like, you want Jack Nicholson well, to play a general? Independence what? Day. And I was about to say, it's funny, Independence Day and Mars Attacks came out in the same year. Independence Day didn't get funding either. What? Because, because they talked about Area 51. Well, and also, they said Will Smith was non-military in the movie. And they did not like the hero of the movie being oh, non-military. They wanted him mean? to be military. No, he was military. Was he? Yes. Oh, didn't He's it, a oh, then, then pilot. They, so they came and funded it and changed it, I guess. Maybe that was the story. Because they, they were, they were going to not yeah, get funding but, at first. I was if there was a reason not to fund it is because they made the whole aliens and Area 51 pop culture. Yeah. They put it in the mainstream. They did not want Area 51 being unless they were like Yo, this is part of Project Brew Book and our misdirection. Now we're going to let you guys do this because we just want to make everyone fake believe that we have aliens when they're really just drones or something. You right. know what I mean? So, I don't know. But yeah. that, that would be the only reason I would think. And the the humans win. Uh, yeah. They win, you know? They win with, you know, all the, the, the beat the aliens. So, like, you know, it makes the army look great. I got it's... I got something on this. Yeah, go ahead. Story behind the U.S. military's decision to cut ties with Independence Day. It Wait, says so that they, the U.S. military was going to support this and supply us with a lot of costumes and airplanes and stuff. Their one demand was that we remove Area 51 from the film. Why? The military yeah. would... <laughs> Oh my god, it Told is you. true. Dev, you were wow. just like, th- th- you just got affirmation on what you were saying. Wow. And then wish you their support. Bro. No, I know, I know. That's just like, that's amazing that they actually wow. said it. Why would they want them to remove that? Because they don't want it in pop culture. Yeah. They want, they want to sussy. They, but why they, do they care? Yeah, that's too sussy. Why that's, do they care? It would have been less sussy if they had because been like, we don't give a shit. It's, just a, it's a military exactly. base. We they, don't care. They could have said, because they probably were like, look, you could put a secret military base in there, but you can't call it Area 51 right. because Area 51 is a is real, real location where yeah. we're developing stealth fighters and skunk works is and that all these sense. and DARPA and shit. So, that like, makes sense. they were probably like, we just don't want uh, to point a fucking spotlight at the secret test facility so for our weapons. They blew up the White House in that movie, which I guess it didn't get funding by the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably couldn't have done that either yeah, if the military yeah. had funded yeah, it. They're like, no, right, no right, they could still do that as long as you come out ahead. Like, what is it? Um, the Jar Butler yeah, film, the White, White House, House down, down and stuff. Yeah. Olympus has fallen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can get away with that. For sure. You just got to win in the end. Yeah. So 1996, uh, if you're turning the dial on the old radio in your car, which for sure you are, you know, you got that fucking like LED display. Already? Radio. I think so. In the 90s? I think so. I think, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've definitely seen some like shitty old 90s. We also had cassette tapes and CDs. Yes, we did. The, the, the beginnings of CDs. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. And uh, you'll probably hear the Macarena playing. Oh. Which we were all doing at the skating rink when I was a kid in the 90s. You know, that was a big 90s thing. Uh, maybe you'll hear Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. She was like peak Mariah in 96. Yeah. That was like one of like three fucking Mariah songs that were huge in 1996. Uh, Ironic by Alanis Morissette. 
Remember that it was shit? It like all alt rock. Of yeah, the 90s. man. All, probably some Dave Matthews. Probably. probably Hootie and the Blowfish. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat, you know? What is it? Like Sister Hazel yeah. and stuff. R. Kelly. Third Eye Blind. Oh, whoa. Old, yeah. old pissing R. Kelly. Yeah. I think this was a little early for like Ja Rule and Cisco. I think they were like 99, 98 yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. this was maybe like the tail end of NWA and like, yeah. you know, the whole 90s rap thing was kind of yeah. like falling a little off like that yeah. was heavy in 91 92 93 94 95 right. maybe but yeah but most importantly to us today 1996 is the year that the CIA opened up their own entertainment division Whoa. Yeah, the CIA. It's about time they officially opened up shop. They saw Independence Day. They saw it and they were like, we got to get a handle. We, yeah. we got to spin the narrative back over here. Yeah, that goddamn DOD yeah. is falling down on the job over there. I mean, Mars attacks and Independence Day? What the yeah. fuck is happening right now? Yeah. You guys. They call up Bill. They're like, why don't you get your dick sucked to take this heat off of us? Bro? <laughs> yeah, man. You're going to have to do something. <laughs> Bill Clinton was a psyop. <laughs> it's just like playing a sex. I know it wasn't 96, but when it must have been the 2000s when uh, Behind Enemy Lines came out. You remember that with Gene Hackman and Owen Wilson? Because that was about a true story, and that had to have been paid for by the military Mm because they shot on aircraft carriers and everything. And that was where um, they said it in the movie, it was like an F 15 that got shot down over the Kosovo thing. But in reality, it was a Nighthawk. It was an F 117 stealth fighter that got shot down. It was the first time the stealth fighter got shot down because it was one of the first times we used it. We used it in the Gulf War, then we used it in that. But well, they yeah, with that wonder man. What did what? they? Yeah, with a with a SAM missile. Like yeah. they they when you're within a certain range, those fighters aren't completely to air missile. Yeah, they're just uh, they're not totally stealth. So what they're doing is they're like radar absorbent. So like you you're stealth at a certain distance, but when you get like within twenty nautical miles or something, yeah. then certain radars can see you and detect you. And these. Uh, the they had spies. The Kosovoes had spies looking at the American base, watching when the planes oh, left. Shit. And the planes left on these bombing runs. And the idiots, military, I love you. Um, they took the same route as they did for like the previous four days. Oh, shit. So they were like, we know they're coming. We see them. They're launching radio, and they just like popped up their you know defenses and I just went see to that town. Movie man, shit. Sounds great. That was it's a good like movie. Gene Hackman's the shit in it. Man, I love old Gene. That was like when Owen. That was like Owen Hack Wilson's man. first big like Hollywood Hollywood action starring okay. role. Like Hell he had yeah. been in stuff cool. before that, but brought, brought Anyways, made for based on a true story. So it was about time the CIA opened up shop. Uh, but this is not the first time that they would have their hands in Hollywood, though. They had already been doing this for a bunch of years. This was just like when they officially were like, mm-hmm. "We're opening up." They were created in 1947. And already 1954, they had their own like entertainment campaign going. So this started back in the 50s. You remember Animal Farm, the movie, right? The animated film. I never saw it. So you know, it was a George Orwell book. It got made into like a really creepy fucking like adult animated film. Oh, interesting. It's all about communism. Cool. In a good way or bad way? In a bad way. Oh damn. Yeah. It's real anti-communism. Ah. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. it was like, yes, it was, it was written, when was it written? It was written, in like, the in 80s, the 80s, like, oh, 19, okay. yeah. It was, like, in the same vein as, like, an Orwell, like, 1984 kind of theme, where it's, like, this is what happens when you have these kind of 
you know, structures right. and, and organization. But yeah. No, oh, was, never mind. Jesus. It was written in 1945. That's what I thought. It was older yeah. than that. And it came out uh, right after the war because of the war. And it's different yeah. than Animal House? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. A little right. bit. Okay. John Belushi's in both. He does amazing. <laughs> He's hilarious in Animal Farm. He voices and all he the commie fucks pigs. fucks a pig in both. He f- <laughs> <laughs> No, That's so, rude. How rude. <laughs> you talk about that girl. <laughs> Animal Farm, 1954, animated okay. film. Uh, maybe we'll do an episode on it one day. Like okay. I said, it's real creepy. Watch it okay. when you get the chance. Let's cool. all watch it. On edibles, okay. preferably. <laughs> if you're fucked up, it's going to be even worse. But uh, So this in the 90s, this Cold War historian, Tony Shaw, he was looking at the archives for the film to put together like a documentary about the film, you know? And he, f- he discovered that the rights to the story have been very quietly purchased by the CIA back in the 50s. And they, like, altered the ending of the film and shit to make it, like, an anti-communist thing. So I guess originally it was, like, not really either or. So the book was, like, more ambiguous? I think so. No, no, no the book no, wasn't, the book but the script, oh. the script was, oh, like... the script was more yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, the script okay. was, like, sort of keeping it, like... You know, whatever. Okay. And the CIA changed it to anyway. What if like the script was originally like the rights were bought by some studio in like the USSR and like they were trying to spin it and then the fucking CIA bought it back to spin it the other way. That's really what the studio wars are about. A bidding war on the animal farm. We gotta watch it, man. It's a creepy ass movie. Uh, Dev, I'm sure you like Red Hunt for Red October. God damn yes, as one of much the best as I movies. do. One of the greatest of the films movies, ever made. Best, we talked about it last time. True story. Yep. Actual Soviet uh, ship submarine commander from the on the Pacific side defected and sailed into you know got chased down by the Soviets and almost blown up, but sailed into like American custody, and that's how we discovered. That's how we got possession of their. I think it was the Typhoon class of their big, the big, deep, like giant ballistic nuclear missile sub that Damn. was brand new and had this secret like propulsion system that was super quiet. And uh, yeah, there was saboteur on board and stuff. All that yeah. shit's real. I don't remember why he did it. Why he defected. I um, I think it was something close to the movie where like his wife died and like he didn't believe in the co- in communism yeah. anymore and just like wanted to kind of he was like oh he that's what he said he goes he said we you can't have one country have this much power and the ability to do a first strike so he's like we got to give this to the United States so that there's mutually assured destruction oh, shit. because like that's the way oh to prevent God, the war he like, saved the world wow th- dude <laughs> wow. these fucking Soviets let me tell you what man they do some real good shit saving the world like the same thing would happen in the Cuban Missile Crisis yeah you guys know about that story. Uh, I mean, I know ish, but I don't know. Like, uh, I'll tell you real quick. Cause this is a really important, famous story. There was um, during the blockade, right? There was the, we were blockading Cuba because of the missiles were there. There was a Soviet submarine under the water that. Um, wouldn't service to try to get it to surface we started depth charging it and the people the commanders on the submarine were like we're under attack the war started let's fucking launch our nukes now and they didn't have radio communication with moscow and the 
uh, captain of the boat and the first officer, first mate, both said we're good to launch. And if that was the end of chain of command, there would have been World War Three nuclear holocaust. Holy but shit. it just Whoa. so happened that the admiral for the entire submarine fleet was on that ship, oh, and he oh. vetoed the order and said we're not going to launch until we get confirmation that from wow. Moscow. And he forced them to surface and get confirmation, and that saved the world wow. from fucking nuclear Holy holocaust. Shit. One man. I want one that person. movie. I want that I fucking know. movie. It's a movie. That's a movie. Fucking hero, man. We've almost all been turned into ash so many wow. times. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. We probably it, look. It's not yeah. too late. If Christopher Nolan gets his way. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna nuke L.A. for his movie for his next film. Yeah. He's like, I will actually nuke L.A. Uh, he's- uh, <laughs> so Hunt for Red October. Uh, the the producer Mace Newfield was bringing this thing to Paramount. And I just thought this was kind of an interesting aspect of this whole uh, arrangement that we have with the military, with the entertainment industry. So Paramount basically said, uh, if you don't get funding from the Department of Defense, it's dead. Like, we're not doing Hunt for Red October without funding from the Department of Defense. You can't really. It's, it's going to be way too fucking expensive, you know. And it's They like, shot, like, with helicopters yeah, and on the flight deck of the and, aircraft carrier. I mean... They built those were sets that they built for inside the subs, but they needed that stock footage of like the subsurfacing mm-hmm. yeah. and like all that yeah. kind of shit. But that is it's it's interesting to me. Could you have miniatures? I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, that's what's interesting to me is, are we using it as a crutch? Like, I feel like it's an excuse like to get the Like, the studio is, yeah, the studio is just definitely trying to, you know, save money here. Yeah. And so they're saying no to stuff on that print. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You I can, don't know how you can it sits fake with it. You can fake anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, I, you know. It's, oh, yeah, look at Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like uh two thousand one wasn't shot of real fucking spaceships. Man. Like <laughs> old, old Frankie Ford Coppola, man. If he can do apocalypse now. Yeah. Without, you know, fucking I mean some say uh, he did the moon landing too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kubrick, damn it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> two thousand one, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So uh they're like, Yeah, we're not paying for all this shit. Go get the DOD. Um, so they went to the DOD and the DOD wasn't interested. It wasn't anything like a showstopper or anything. They just really didn't see any sort of like value in this movie, you know? And that was when the CIA came along and the CIA was like, we like this movie. We'll go, we'll fund it. So the Hunt for Red October was funded by the CIA and then they went on to purchase the rights to all the Jack Ryan shit. All oh, Tom Clancy wow. books. Yes. Yeah, so the sense. CIA has the rights Clear to all that Tom Danger Clancy stuff. Wow. And all those, all those, those great fucking films, too. Brought to you those by the books. CIA. For wow. real. Yeah. yeah, man. Because it <laughs> makes the CIA yeah. look awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah those dude. are the movies that are like, yo, I want to join them. But <laughs> I will say, uh, the, the three most powerful and aggressive intelligence agencies in the world are the CIA, the Mossad, and the French. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the French uh, are The French badass, are the dude. number one with corporate espionage. The French, Everyone really? thinks it's Chinese, but the French huh. are ruthless and very, very good. The French wow. military like, is not to be fucked with. The, it's slept on. The really Chinese honest. and the and the Russians are really good, too, but, like, honestly, like, professionalism and tradecraft-wise, like, yeah. the French are very, very up there, but they, nobody knows about it. That's one of their 
biggest they're very, they're they're so very, good. Yeah, and they're very forget, quietly like fucking badass. Yeah. People forget the French have the French Foreign Legion, yeah, dude. which are not really French. They're yeah. like people from other parts of the world that want to yeah. become French, and yeah. by doing so, they join the Foreign Legion, yeah. and then that's like France's mercenaries. Yeah. They just go yeah. send them off wherever. Wow. They're very high my, risk situation. My, uh, my grandfather, my mom's side, was a Green Beret. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking up. Yeah. And yeah, and I was going to put this at the end, but fuck it, I'll put it here now. I mean, look, a lot of this is going to sound like maybe anti-military, and it's it's really not. I really yeah. don't mean no. this. No, oh, no, we no, support no, no. the troops here. Oh, I I am anti Yeah, I'm anti-military. <laughs> I'm anti a lot of things military. I'm also from a military yeah. family. Yeah, like okay. my grandfather yeah. fucking stormed D-Day yeah. as a captain no, in the second Ranger. My cousin Rangers. is overseas right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so it's I, not yeah. it's not that we but but I just feel like Shout out Oh, I'm not going to say his name cuz I'm going to send him this episode. But yeah. shout out to you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. I just feel like this needs to be known. I just yeah. feel like this is something that people should know. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I I want to go on record. I'm very much an op to the U.S. military. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, go ahead, brother. 100%. Speak your truth. If, if you listen to the first episode, I yeah. recommended you do yeah. two or three really great shows yeah. with ex special forces and ex CIA agents. Look, I mean, everybody's got their faults, and we joke around. But like, if it wasn't for the fucking military, we wouldn't be number one. We wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be right. able. I've been to other countries, and like, we are very fucking lucky for our way of life, and oh, that sure. is paid for with the blood of patriots. So, Boom. No. couldn't put it better myself. So the CIA. <laughs> now, now we'll just dig right into it. Um, <laughs> so back to talking shit. Back to talking. Yeah, yeah. We we did enough. You know. Uh, pretty much any spy movie though, like Mission Impossible, uh, Jesus Christ mm. is Jason Bourne, one, two, and three, and four. You know, and five and six. I don't know how many of those things there were. I didn't watch them. They look good. Though. I would great. assume that yeah. like they wouldn't be about the Bourne movies because it makes the CIA look kind so of bad. Like is... it's like a runaway rogue agent and like this rogue. Program. This is the interesting thing. It's interesting you bring that up. They have very different rules from the DOD. Uh, oh, the CIA you, can do whatever the fuck they want. The CIA does whatever the fuck uh. they want. And also, it's it's very weird because they they also did a Zero Dark Thirty. They, like, yeah, that but that makes them thing, look awesome. Both the military of, the, and the CIA. The torture shit. They yeah, were, they, 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 that was light torture. That wasn't... <laughs> Real yeah. torture. But you remember, was... the DOD has a hard rule against torture. Right, like, yeah. Absolutely nothing from the DOD yeah. with torture in it. And the CIA was like, I yeah, mean, I feel like so I feel like the reason that... Let them know. I feel like for yeah. the, <laughs> let them know. Let them know. I feel like for the CIA, it's like, it. the military doesn't... The DOD doesn't want the U.S. government to look bad. Right. The CIA just wants it to look cool to be a CIA operative. And, like, they want to be, like, feared. They yeah, want to, like, be, like, yeah. that's a tool to, like... They know yeah. that, like, Americans are watching, but they also yeah. know their enemies are watching. And so Jason yeah. Bourne being so badass and being, like, uh, like a rogue agent still makes the CIA, in general, look Damn. really dope. Yeah. So you interesting. You know what was really yeah. good, too? It was um, Body of Lies. And I wonder... That oh, probably yeah. wasn't approved either. I gotta see Body but of Lies. But Body of Lies was really good. Russell Crowe and Leonardo yeah, Cavico. Yeah, yeah, I've never it's saw like it It's like one of my favorite yeah. spy movies, actually. Cool, hell yeah. I know, and I wonder. You know, now really I wonder. Good. I wonder about the... The CIA might have funded a bunch of shit that talks shit about the CIA. It might even be a fucking reverse psychology mind game, man. We're being propagandized to in a whole new way, man. Yeah. Like, I what was the movie with Ryan Felipe about the undercover... Um, 
This is based on a true story about the guy who is like an FBI or maybe CIA um, American who is giving secrets to the Russians, and they did like a sting operation. Oh shit! And they caught him, and this was all based on a true story. But the movie, God, I gotta, I gotta look it up. But it was really, really well done, and it makes even though like it's about this leak that like, coming from an American. It really makes the agencies look good because yeah. they snuff it out, they find him, they catch him, yeah, and he right. like goes to jail. They win you know? in the yeah. end. Right. Ironically, yeah. most of the CIA work is just paperwork, though. <laughs> I know, 90% man. 90% of yeah. everybody in the CIA yeah, is 90% are just are on the payroll yeah. Yeah. analysts and yeah. are, are publicly, like, they file their tax returns as an yeah. employer of the CIA. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only 10% yeah. that are like the spies, undercover, yeah. like, spies actual are, operatives. Spies probably work for more third-party companies that the CIA, like, contracts. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like uh, more. Then, then I mean, you're that's just, the real thing. Is like where, like you know that just like in the special forces, and you get out of special forces, and you go to like a military contractor like Blackwater, right? Yeah. Th- there is once you get out of the CIA, you show up the next day working for somebody. Somebody, I don't know that, who. Those are the people we don't know about yeah, that man. are like. <laughs> Real, real dangerous. That's where the that's like, where the money from your for your movies coming from. Wherever that is, wherever that is, the hallway just gets dark at the end. Hey, we got NordVPN. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of NordVPN, let's do an ad break here. Oh, love it. All right, Dude, we need a NordVPN. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, sponsor us. Sponsor us, Nord. Yeah. All right, let's make some money. And if you want to hear all the things that you didn't hear in the episode... <laughs> I love hearing things that I never heard before, and we have so much of that. We recorded this episode for like four hours, but then obviously uh, we need to cut out super off-topic stuff. Like if you're listening to Humphrey Bogart, you don't want a 30-minute tirade about Ezra Miller. Right. Or maybe you do, and now you can hear it. That's the right. Ezra Miller arc is one of the best underrated arcs I've ever even experience yes so that plus uh fun tidbits mm-hmm. plus um bonus episodes i did a three-part episode on the history of musicals That's yeah right. we got some legacy content like some old uh, game history episodes and uh history of everything like dev was saying but uh, if you want those shows to come back the quickest way to make that happen is to subscribe because yeah. the more subscribers we get the more content we can make and then we can quit our fucking jobs and make it this yeah you know I'd love to quit being unemployed me too that's the job I would like to that resign from <laughs> listen we're and turning down deals from studios and networks left and right the best way you can support the show is by subscribing to our Patreon if you don't want us to sell to Disney yeah. subscribe to our Patreon and our fun tidbits by the way are videos yeah. which is like audio for your eyeballs which is a crazy new technology crazy new technology you yeah. can see our mugs and uh fight club style we put little blips of uh naked photos of us mm-hmm. in the video one frame one yeah, frame one frame Boop. tasteful frontals that's right yeah. if you can find the frame dm us <laughs> it's only five dollars a month but if you don't have the capacity to subscribe right now you can also just uh, give us like single donations which every little bit helps so uh but if not you know no worries no pressure but we don't want to sell to Disney. No so. pressure. But there is pressure because we can't pay our rent. Yeah, yeah, please. We're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be doing this on the street. Actually, this is a begging plea. Please help. Please donate. So yeah, our audio. Our audio. Seven, seven children. Our audio is gonna be so echoey under that bridge. So <laughs> we're gonna yeah. be recording this in a box. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go back. All right. But check us out on Patreon at Film History. The, the history, history of film. film. Now back to the episode. In part one, we talked about showstoppers and how mm-hmm. these liaisons would harp on accuracy. Uh-huh. I want to get into that. I want to get into the uh, the accuracy aspect of all of this. Now, my real burning question before we get into that is, did the 
MI6 or the CIA sponsor Austin Powers. Because oh, my I feel, God. Because I feel like that's such a great opportunity. Maybe. To have. Who knows, man? I mean, you know. They did Bond. Yeah. Well. yeah. I, and you know they did McHale's Navy. Yeah. And that was a fucking great comedy. And so, Down Periscope? They definitely did Down Periscope. Definitely. Because Down Periscope was, was they, great, They man. used actual fucking vessels and, yeah. and equipment from them. All that shit. Yeah, man. It's all brought to you by the CIA, brother. Nothing else more but, uh, DOD, but whatever. Yeah, good. yeah. Anyways, go on here. But we're going to talk about the accuracy of these movies. So let's talk about Argo. Yeah. <laughs> because let's talk about We can't talk about the accuracy of the movies put out by the CIA without talking about Argo. Love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Tense. Old Ben. Tense. Um, this was Ben Affleck. So I don't know if I talked about this a little bit in the first episode or not, but the CIA has a, like, bulletin board of, like, scripts that we want developed, you know? And it's basically for, if you're an an established filmmaker, Mm -hmm. you have access to this, especially if you've done business with them. Here's the Bin Laden movie. Yes. Here's the Iran Embassy movie. Here's this movie, that movie, whatever. Take your pick, you know, and we'll talk about you making it. You know. The Hunt for Red October movie. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And that's a, that's how Ben Affleck found Argo. Ben mm. Affleck found Argo in the CIA's like entertainment uh library. <laughs> library. Yeah. Yeah. And of course it had stipulations. You can make this, but it you know You know, that's when he became like a real director. Like, like respect. Well, I was gonna say raging alcoholic. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like he, he went into the CIA and started reading all these scripts, oh and he just came out that meme with him like smoking a cigarette and just defeated. <laughs> he's right. like, "Oh my god, look at what I've just read." Yeah, if, you zoom, out, yeah. if you zoom out of the Dunkin' Donuts picture, he's in front of Langley. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, Dunkin' Donuts sad. within Langley. <laughs> he's just sad and drunk. Yeah, damn. Like, I know too much. That's crazy. I, didn't, I, didn't, I never put two together. I didn't there, want yeah. to know all that. <laughs> Oh, my God. But, yeah, so Argo, you know, the CIA, they're the heroes of the movie. Nobody helped them at all, Uh, especially not, like, Canada or Iran or anyone like that. They did it all on their own, you know? (laughs) So definitely wasn't Iran the house. Definitely, (laughs) absolutely not. And as a matter of fact, in the movie, the Iranians look pretty fucking stupid, you know? Like, they they definitely are not depicted in the best light. They failed to mention the whole reason there was a revolt in the Shah and all of that, too. Yeah, no, no, we don't don't get into that. The whole reason. The whole reason their country is fucked them, up is, is because, because of, of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they literally toppled the government and mm. had to get the fuck out. And the movie yeah. is about how they're like heroically escaping. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're gonna get shot by the end of this episode, <laughs> dude. Do you remember Argo winning the Oscar? Yeah. Do you remember who opened the envelope? No. It was Michelle Obama. Oh, really? Oh, my. In oh. the White House. I was oh, say. what? Broadcasting from the White House. Weird. Michelle Obama opened the envelope for Argo. Oh, so weird. I was like, was it the current CIA director, whoever that was? <laughs> yeah, man. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, that, well, <laughs> I think that's a little interesting. <laughs> that kind of gave the game away, didn't it? It was like, oh, yeah, is yeah. Michelle Obama going to announce that the CIA movie didn't win? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, she's not going to be presenting it to fucking what, like uh, By the, the way, artist you know or whatever that, the fuck else was up there. That fucking press campaign for the Oscar run. I bet um, you know the military's going around. The government's like, by the way, any of you want to use any of our shit again? Yeah, you're voting yeah. on 
this movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is very the, true. This isn't an option. Damn, Argo is going to win this year. Yeah. All right, and uh. because we want to make sure that the American public uh. not only likes this movie but believes it's fucking yep. true. Yeah, God, prime example for real. Damn. Like that. They really do have like a stranglehold over the industry. Yeah. I mean, like fucking studios won't make your movie without their money. Yeah. And then hell yeah. No, they definitely those yeah. Oscar that Oscar was That was Flex Seti right absolutely. there from the White House. That was they left yeah. a horse in the in Michelle Obama's bed. They left there, a horse head. I in love there. how they're like, We're not even gonna let you announce it. <laughs> Like we're not even yeah, gonna let you yeah. guys not gonna say give it. it. It was a fuck bl- that. Bring it to Daddy White House over yes. here. That, it was a blank piece of paper. Like it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, bring it to the mother of United. It was States. just her daughter's school yeah. crayon drawings on there <laughs> earlier that day. God, dude, so weird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're getting killed after this. Um, I'm getting a drone strike, ass. <laughs> But I was I was disappointed. I'm always disappointed to hear about the inaccuracy of a movie. You yeah. know, I really am. I'm always disappointed to hear that something wasn't. I, and yeah. I never understood. Now I understand why. Yeah. I never understood why you would make a movie and make it historically inaccurate if right, you're yeah. telling a real story. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I get it. Now yeah. I know. You know, you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very very disappointed. Black Hawk Down turns out. Total crock of shit. Completely fabricated? Not completely fabricated, but people were made into, like, heroes when mm. they really... It, people mm. were put on the ground that, that weren't even really there. That was a fucking mess. It was, that was a that, shit yes, show dude. mess. To exactly. have any kind of spin that we were, like, doing something awesome yeah, is, man. like... That was... Ba- I could tell from the minute that was a PR piece just by the nature of the story. Yeah. Like, there's damage you know, control. Yeah, for they, sure. It was like, you have to tell... They know. Like, everyone watched that shit on the so news. So it was like they Tears of the Sun. They watched those three Blackhawks go down in Somalia on the news. We know what happened. So when you make this film, we saw the visuals on television. So you can't avoid that. But we can do some damage control and make people heroes... And it's this heroic, like, mm. again, like a story about, like, a, a heroic escape, you know. Mm. And, because, I mean, look, made me want to join the military, even though it was a shit show. And it was, like, a horrible, like, it looked like the worst, it, it looked like being there was literal fucking hell on earth, you know. But for some reason, it was like, damn, that looks cool as shit, I want to go, you mm. know. So whatever they did worked. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was working on me. It was, <laughs> it's, it's still my like yeah. one of my favorite films, Good to be Josh honest. Josh Hartnett, Eric Bana, Hell like the yeah, cast alone dude. makes yeah. you want to just be like, yo, a bunch of like uh, the hottest fucking dudes yes. on Hollywood yeah, man. hanging out. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, I don't know what was inaccurate about it, but what's really scary, too, is they made a documentary about the real thing that happened, and apparently... That is also kind of bullshit. Really? Like, like real dudes Whoa. are telling different stories. Wow. Than like, Crazy. I was not thinking you were going to say it never came out. No. No. Came out. Also, apparently, you know. Damn. The script I would, has changed. I would bet the script that. script for the has changed. If I'm a betting man, which I am, I would bet that the reason that they were there to begin with was probably bullshit. a big yeah, bullshit. Yeah. They, okay. Because they, yeah. they were like, "This is we're going to go capture this warlord and we're doing it in a daytime operation. Very blah, blah. So like... Yeah, it, why the fuck are we in Somalia to begin with? I've never seen well, the movie, but like, why so the fuck Africa are we in Somalia? Africa is where, like, Africa Command is where most of our special forces are like, honestly deployed before, especially before the Middle East stuff. But yeah. like, if we, there's so much war and fighting and combat that goes on in Africa that nobody knows the about. The fuck's that? It's the number so, one theater of Somalia war. Somalia was taken over by 
by warlords. They kicked out the government, took over. Still is. Fucking, yeah, still is. It's where, yeah, the pirates of Somalia and yeah. all that shit. It's but... an unincorporated country. It's yeah. Wild West. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just yeah. warlords. It's, just it's like an Afghanistan yeah. of Africa. But America went over there. According to yeah. the story, uh, Bill Clinton sent our sent Delta Force and the Rangers over to Somalia to go kill this warlord to like cut the uh-huh. head off of the snake type of shit, which is. Total bullshit. You yeah. just like the next dude. They were already there. Goes, yeah, they, there's been a presence there. for yeah. us yeah. in I mean, Africa forever. Did, so like yeah. they do these missions all the time. Is my point. The entire well, reason Africa's so, like, fucked up is because of imperial intervention. Like that's yeah. the entire reason why it's a war torn country. Like it's very yeah. interesting. I didn't think about that. Would be the inaccuracy. Like, I mean, out of all the things, because everything else kind of lines up. Like, if you have things right. go down, you do need to send in these people on the ground, and like, you do need to. I bet you, like, we probably lost more people than right. than what was portrayed. We probably didn't do probably the a bunch exact of maneuvers correctly, and like that, we probably fumbled the ball in like the procedure of the way we handled that shit yeah. and caused <laughs> more collateral damage and shit. Yeah. I bet you, there's probably like more civilians that ended up dying. Those are all probably inaccuracies too, but yeah. I, I bet you, the in my mind, if I'm the government and I want to spin the story, the number one thing is not how we got our people out and how we resolved that. It's what the fuck were we doing there on this? What was the mm. mission to begin yeah. with? And it might have just been like, oh, they were supposed to go do some like black ops to recover some fucking you know, whatever, gold from some warlord what, or something. Who knows? Who was the socialist that we were actually killing? Who were who was the socialist yeah. we were actually there to kill? Or, like, the oil um, that we were after. Yeah. Or fucking, yeah. Somebody preventing an oil, a contract from some American Maybe. company. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Something that we'll never fucking, fucking know fucking about. Fucking De Beers. We're there on the behalf of the De Beers Corporation. I hear the diamonds <laughs> here. Budweiser's <laughs> making their fucking... No, no, no like oh, the beers, the, beer, the, the diamond. Di- the diamond yeah. company, yeah. I the, thought you were saying the that beer was, company. That's the oh. other side. That was West oh, Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely going on at the same time as well. <laughs> yeah. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing right, his yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. This is not a fun story I'm about to tell you. Um, <laughs> is there but, any of these fun stories? No, this, none of this is fun, but this is going to be not so fun. But this is, this is absolutely, if I'm going to tell this story, this has to be told. Uh, I want to tell you about a guy named Thomas Young. And maybe you've heard the name. Uh, he was pretty famous. So, National Geographic... 2000, I can't remember. This was pretty recent, actually. National Geographic picked up a series called The Long Road Home. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. It's like, I mean, this was like 2019, 2020, maybe even like more recent than that. Uh, It's called The Long Road Home. It is a, it looks fantastic, to be honest. It looks like a great war show, you know. Uh, It was a true story of some guys in 2004 in Baghdad getting ambushed and having to fight their way out. A lot like Black Hawk Down, you know, like basically fucking Black Hawk Down, but in Baghdad in 2004. And that was the series. And this thing is filmed at Fort Hood. Like, you know, the background, they were all enlisted men. Like, this is a full military production. You know, this is like what we've been talking about to the nth degree for sure. This is this is definitely brought to you by the by the US Department of Defense, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, even so much to the point that the helicopter pilots who are in the show were the real helicopter pilots from that 2004 Baghdad ex- like uh, exfiltration. <laughs> they were like the real dudes. Yeah, like it's one of those, you know. But <laughs> some of some of the dudes who were actually there 
this thing comes out and these guys start saying like, Hey, this is not how this shit went down at all, man. Like <laughs> this is way bullshit right now. So this guy, this guy said something so dark and hilarious to me. This soldier that was actually there in 2004 in Baghdad, he said he watched the show and it didn't even give him flashbacks. <laughs> that is such a burn, bro. What a boss move. You're like, this is so much bullshit. I didn't even have post-traumatic stress from it. You didn't Jesus. even trigger any bad memories for me, man. Like that's how inaccurate this thing is. Uh, I felt like I was watching Mars Attacks. Uh, <laughs> but this guy Thomas Young was one of the guys who was there. Uh, this this poor bastard, Jesus Christ, Thomas Young. He was he, he was this guy who in real life he was there. He was five days into his fucking deployment in Iraq in two thousand four riding in an open, unarmored truck uh, to go. So basically, these guys get ambushed, and then the guys who are coming to rescue them get ambushed. And, you know, that's what happened in real life. That's what happens in the show. This guy, uh, in real life, five days into his employment, they're riding in there, and they get ambushed, and he's shot in the spine, and he's paralyzed, like, instantly. Like, he's fucking Fuck, like Professor X. Exactly. Is that what happened? Yeah. Is that the sequel to Long Road Home? Are you talking about from the X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> I guess technically. Trying to bring some brevity to the situation. When he got back to the States, he became a big spokesperson for the anti-war movement. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. He became like a, this He's an anti-war hero. Anti. Oh, an anti-war hero. I like that. That's very interesting. Uh, and as you can imagine, he was not very popular. This was mm. at the time, you know, it, a mm. few years after 9-11, America mm. was real pro-war. Mm. Like, we were we yeah. were real into it. You yeah. know, the, the flags were flying out front, and uh, we did not... <laughs> America didn't love it when somebody was not all for mm. what we were doing, you know. Mm. And, uh, ah, they didn't look like what they did it. to the... Dixie chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dude, for real. God. The it, most southern... The, Women, the right? only yeah. like one, one of the few su- successful cancellations in, in like actual entertainment history. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they weren't fucking around. So Thomas, uh, like I said, not a fun story. He wanted to kill himself. He wanted to like commit suicide, but like in a big fucking like mm-hmm. fuck you. He was considering uh, self immolation, which has been used as protest. You light yourself on fire. Real intense, that. too. Yes. Yes. Dude, holy shit. There's been a few people that have done that. But the, the most famous one was the Saigon mm. guy, that Quang Duck guy. Mm. Um, man, gnarly. I Whew. can't imagine a worse way to go. No. That is Being just burned alive. No. And he didn't flinch, man. Mm. He did not flinch. That dude. Well, yeah. after a certain, after like a few seconds, your nerve endings are burnt. And you don't oh. feel anything. Okay. Well, you know, you're selling me. That's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> what are, you we, you what talked, are we waiting for? You talked me into it. Yeah. What are we waiting for? <laughs> That'll be our next ad: self-immolation. Do you want to? News g- report after this episode drops. The news report reads: Film history: the history of film members in protest lit themselves on fire. <laughs> our ad read is like self-immolation. After a few minutes, your nerve endings are dead. <laughs> Brought to you by Exxon. It's the Do new you TikTok want to kill challenge, but not really feel it for too long. The yeah. TikTok challenge. Brought, brought to you. Brought to you by Bic lighters. <laughs> brought to you by F1 fuel. Uh, so he, ch- so he did this thing. He checked himself into a hospice care, and basically, he's just going to starve himself to death 
while being in hospice, and he's going to go on like a hunger strike, mm-hmm. you know, protest the war. And he wrote a letter from the hospice. It was called The Last Letter. It's very famous. I recommend you Google it. I was going to read it here today, but we're already so deep in the weeds. Um, he wrote this letter to George Bush and Dick Cheney, calling them... That? How long's the letter? I, I kind of want to hear it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. By the way, Here. I don't know how much of an impact that's going to have on good old Dick. I, I, like, I talk about that. This is a that. man yeah. who shoots his friend in the face and his friend <laughs> apologizes. I mean, yeah, you know, I know. Good old I thought, heartless Dick. <laughs> I thought about that too. I, I, I thought about that same thing. Like, you know, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, they probably never even saw the fucking letter, to be Dick honest. Dick Cheney jerked off to that letter. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I love this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Okay, the last letter. <laughs> I'm laughing because the visual and like it's probably true. Like the man is so like Bush didn't do that, there but he's too soft hearted. No, man. Bush didn't jerk off but to the letter. Dick Cheney's like, <laughs> he just never saw it. Like the soulless evil epitome of humanity. <laughs> oh my god. What's it say, so, Uncle Dick? <laughs> What's it, what? Read it to me. He's like in bed, like under the cover. It's his bedtime story. <laughs> Uncle Dick, will you read me that last letter again? He's <laughs> got a teddy bear. <laughs> One of those like fucking like old timey has the floppy like nightcap. <laughs> in bed. Some milk. Yeah. <laughs> will you read me that letter again, Daddy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, he's and drinking Dick a scotch out of like the skull of his enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's candles burning. He's got Dick Cheney's got like a fucking cape. <laughs> Chair made of uh, bones. Yeah. <laughs> his feet are rested on like a child. He's just like on all fours and like a loincloth. Oh my god. So the last letter from Thomas Young to George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. I write this letter on the 10th anniversary of the Iraq War on behalf of my fellow Iraq War veterans. I write this letter on behalf of the 4,488 soldiers and Marines who died in Iraq. I write this letter on behalf of the hundreds of thousands of veterans who have been wounded and on behalf those whose wounds, physical and psychological, have destroyed their lives. I am one of those gravely wounded I was paralyzed in an insurgent ambush in 2004 in Sadr City. My life is coming to an end. I am living under hospice care. I write this letter on behalf of husbands and wives who have lost spouses, on behalf of children who lost a parent, on behalf of the fathers and mothers who have lost sons and daughters, and on behalf of those who care for the many thousands of my fellow veterans who have brain injuries. I write this letter on behalf of those veterans whose trauma and self-revulsion for what they have witnessed, endured, and done in Iraq have led to suicide, and on behalf of the active duty soldiers and Marines who commit, on average, a suicide a day. I write this letter on behalf of some one million Iraqi dead, and on behalf of the countless Iraqi wounded. I write this letter on behalf of us all, the human detritus your war has left behind. Those who will spend their lives in unending pain and grief. Yeah, and it's uh wow. It keeps going. It's oh, pages wow. long. Oh, pages. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's the oh. in, the entrance. That's here's, the opening paragraph. Here's the right? end. Yeah. Here's the end. My day of reckoning is upon me. Yours will come. I hope you will be put on trial, but mostly I hope for your sakes 
that you find the moral courage to face what you have done to me and to many, many others who deserve to live. I hope that before your time on earth ends, as mine is now ending, you will find the strength of character to stand before the American public and the world, and in particularly the Iraqi people, and beg for forgiveness. Wow. I do yeah. remember this Woo. letter, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you're reading it and like the brevity of it, I really, I really and, remember it. And then the war went on for 10 more ten, years. Tw- like 20 more years. Like, yeah, and dude. instead... <laughs> Instead of getting in front of the American public and begging for forgiveness, good old W goes on Ellen and paints. Yeah, <laughs> man. And Dick Cheney shoots his friend in the fucking yeah. face. DOD was not a big fan of that guy. Uh, <laughs> they didn't like Thomas Young, not one goddamn bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, you know, why the fuck would they care? I don't know. I, you know, I mean, just they, petty bitches. Yeah, they're just literally, <laughs> they were super petty bitches. And if you watch the show, The Long Road Home, this guy is depicted as like a coward. He's wow. He's like a weaselly little like coward in war. They Damn. like, they, they smeared his ass. Wow. Like fucking the military smeared this man because he was speaking his mind, you yeah. know? Was he at least already dead so he didn't have to see what they did to his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was dead. Yeah, like I said, not a great story. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, uh, in his opening, he's like, you know, the, all the wounds that are physical and psychological. Like, I mean, yeah. it's a war. What did you think that you're just gonna go into a well, war? With, I'm just, I'm yeah. being ridiculous. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, being yeah, very silly. Yeah, no, but it's interesting you say that. But because, it's like, yeah, you, you're well, going to war. Of course, people yeah, are gonna be yeah, wounded yeah, and yeah, fucked up. Not, there is no other a, way. But not according it. to Top Gun. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. One, all the the propaganda men make it look cool. But also, it's like you went into war under false premise. You know what I mean? Like that's those the thing. those men thought that they were going to fight for something, and all they were going to fight for was profit motive. By right? the way, if you want to see a really good movie about that, The Green Zone with Matt Damon. Oh yeah, that's great. Really good movie about because he his character is like a sergeant, and he tracks down mm-hmm. and he works with yeah. the CIA about trying to find the real motives of why we yeah. went in there. As he was tasked yeah. to find weapons of yeah. mass destruction. But yeah. that is that is the perfect cap off to this episode is because that's why I thought it was important to bring this yeah. to the show because I think mm-hmm. it, yeah, I am on a note. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. I uh, I highly respect anyone who decides on their own volition to go into the military. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just would prefer it not to be under false pretenses. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. That's I, I feel like mm-hmm. I should clarify my point earlier. Like, I'm incredibly anti-military, not anti-troops. like troops. Like, I, I feel like uh, most people that go in are being lied to. Like, they are victims exactly. of the imperial complex. That, You're playing like, Call of Duty, and you think... Yeah, it's, it's nobody argued like, about going into yeah. Afghanistan. <laughs> no, nobody yeah. argued no, about going man. after Bin Laden for 9/11. Yeah. But yep. people were kind of like they mm. they the they, the administration mm. knew that that was the yeah. opportunity yeah. to go capital. They were like, well, yeah. since we're already America first gung ho, mm-hmm. we might as well go into yeah. fucking Iraq. And I mean, look what they did with Libya, too, yeah. and like mm-hmm. Syria. Like, we yeah. were about to go into war with Syria, yeah. and the American public was like, fuck you yeah, guys. What the hell are you yeah. We will yeah. never <laughs> fucking allow this or support this. But yeah, just know. Uh, if you go to war, it's not gonna be cool. No, you know? it's not. It's not gonna be fun. Did, uh, did the military fund Tropic Thunder at all? Ah oh, man, no, probably not. No, right? No, no way. There's no yeah. way. They were like and- blackface. What? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Oh, whoop, here's a hundred million. Yeah, they're like we'll yeah. fund it for the blackface. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the contract. Oh, oh shit. Well, man. 
that was episode two. Episode three, I'm definitely we're going to be talking about the uh, the music industry, cool we're video talk games, about video games, nice. apps. So video games are especially fucked up because it's like for a movie you can make the argument like it's like I can't make this about the military equipment. A video game, it's yeah. all digital. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, they didn't need their equipment. You just wanted their money. You just wanted the the, the, the yeah, funding. Just straight up, you could have so fucking literally made this about their fucking money. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I'm so curious as if uh, Broadway musicals like Miss Saigon and South Pacific were funded. I, I, will, get, I will get into it. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll, and yeah. You look into it too. Look yeah. into it with me. We'll I both, doubt it, we'll but double you know, team that, we'll that see. baby. Because those were all like, Wait, one's what? Vietnam on. and one's World War Two. So like, eh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Let's do it. We'll get into it. Any questions? Anything? Um. Uh, Did we talk you, about Apocalypse Now? Do you think? Not, uh, not we, really, not yet. A little bit in the first episode. It wasn't funded. But like, oh, yeah. that's like a big deal for the yeah. movie. Because yeah. it was like the most epic yeah. war movie ever made, yeah. basically. But he yeah. did it all. And I'm sure they fucking hated that one. Oh, they hated him and Oliver Stone. Um, like... Did uh, did the Hurt Locker, was that like... Because that also won Best Picture, right? Like, yeah. Didn't they, uh, do you think that one was a uh, another like uh, thumb on the scale type almost, situation? I think... Almost had to be, right? I think they were because A, all the military equipment mm. and stuff they use, and mm. it in reality, it didn't portray... The military in necessarily a bad light. Yeah. Like, um, what's his face? Jeremy Redner's character still kind of wins in the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. He is, he's kind of a badass. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see him struggle and struggling, yeah. but he he overcomes that struggle yeah. and powers right. through it and well, shit. Because, you know? like, we all agree that, like, Argo, there was no, there was a, it was a fixed race for Argo. Do you think it was a fixed race for the Hurt Locker, too? Do you I think mean, if it, like, was, if, if it was paid for by the military, probably. Dev had a good point. Like, uh, do you want do you want money for that next military thing that you got? You know, I mean, fucking. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. use any military asset ever again? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. I'm um, waiting for the Top Gun that's about drone pilots. That's oh, what man. I'm waiting. Yeah, because like, how are they gonna spin that? Oh that's my the God. thing. They, they don't want. There's no. The, there's only one movie about drone pilots out there right now, and it definitely portrays them in a bad light. Like mm. this drone pilot goes crazy i think it was with ethan hawk maybe it's with somebody else but it's like he's a pilot and he just goes like insane from having to do all that remotely and, and that's a movie it's a movie that's uh, a fucking movie are they piling drones with like vr headsets yet or is that only for like that yo they scout thing, speaking of oh this is a good thing that you'll find out and i know this for a fact so one of the ways they recruit drone pilots is by going to video game competitions yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so military well, industrial complex there's actually yeah. like there's a, a micro sport i don't know how big it is but it's like drone racing and you put yeah, on first vr person, headsets yeah, yeah. First and like racing. yeah and then you get a letter the military would like to <laughs> yeah but that's i don't know like <laughs> The skills like required for that are different than the skills required yeah. for mm. the type of drones that are doing yeah. the targeting and stuff. Like mm. those first person ones that are really quick, those mm. are now being recruited for movies mm. because those yeah, the yeah. filming of that, like ambulance, yeah, like with that Michael drone Bay, shit and like, ambulance yeah. was next fucking level, yeah. man. It's crazy. Well, that'll be part two. Cool. Yeah. Part three. Oh, this this will end part two. I think so, right? Will, yeah. Hey, yeah, if yeah. there is any good news yeah. to take away from this, yeah. it's that in the future, we're going to have robots fighting robots, most mm -hmm. likely. Yeah. And it'll be a lot less 
humans that are dying from all this yeah. shit. It'll Even just which, be Call of Duty. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is like, uh, if there's any silver lining, like, yeah. that is kind of a really good thing. And, like, you know, yeah. I mean, you, you said those numbers in that letter from, like, the Iraq War. I mean, it's, it's 4,000, you know, American troops that died, and that's horrible and tragic. But, like, it was a million Iraqi civilians and yeah, stuff. Man. Like, like the, the no. scales are tipped. Like, no oh, yeah. matter what happens when we go, when anyone goes into somewhere, yeah. the the real suffering yeah, the, people the, the, are the, the fucking the number civilians. Of, and the number shit. of innocent dead brown children is incomparable yeah. from from the shit. Yeah. So, all right, well, <laughs> again, that was part two. Again, like if we can manage to not blow ourselves up yeah, all together as a species, yeah. it'll just be robots on robots well, and AIs on AIs. It'll be Elon fine. Musk nukes uh, and Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're headed for. <laughs> Take me to it. Mars. Occupy Mars, for sure. Yeah. I'm down. Take Let's get off this Mars, fucking bro. rock, bro. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, fucking, what's that uh, What's that TV show? Um, Starts with an E... X... I don't know. There's a TV show. It's about, um... It's about, like, like uh, miners in space, basically. The whole, the whole idea of this is, like... They, the billionaires, don't want to go to space. They want you to go to space and work and send money back to Earth because there's a lot of health complications of living in space. Like that That's much, very true. That much exposure to zero gravity fucks the human body up. The yeah. Work. yeah, and so it's like... You got a point. But yeah. we're also like so really the, good at evolving and like the manipulating fucking, DNA. The minds so will like, be on Mars. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if... Yeah, I'm, but like, <laughs> honestly, once we capture go, an baby. asteroid to mine, all <laughs> no. of this like... It's like no more going to war in yeah. Africa for lithium. Like, there's no um, need. Like, yeah. we have the resources we need. Bennett. So, like, Bennett's. Well, listen. Star Wars. <laughs> well, listen. After this episode comes out, we're certainly going to get sent to the mines on Mars. <laughs> uh, that has been part two of film history. The, the history, history of film. Oh, oh we got to plug Yeah, where can we find? Yeah, okay. Where can we find <laughs> you? Maybe not. Cut that. Well, where can we find you? Cut that. Cut that. It's uh, a good segue. If you want live updates from the Minds on Mars, you yes. can watch me on TikTok Live uh, every day, every Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Time and other streams whenever I can manage that. Um, and just on TikTok in general. You can also find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, YouTube at Drake Everything's Drake Cummings. Just if you Google me, something will come up. Hell yeah. You know? Yes. Just try it. Just try it out. Google me. I dare you. Uh... If if you're a three letter agency and you want to find me, you clearly already know where I am. Yeah. So, but just in case, it's uh, uh, Sailor underscore Dev on Insta and Abracadabra Dev on Twitter. And shout out to all the spooks out there. You know we love you. Yep. Thank you for listening. Even if even if you are the CIA. Yeah. Uh, you can find numbers me at your numbers. <laughs> you can find me at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, being tortured to death after this episode comes out. And that's been Film History. The, the History of Film. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs>